and good morning, guys, and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast. It's a football Sunday. Probably not a great day for the Steelers, to be honest with you. I mean, the Steelers are heading into Buffalo, and I don't feel like this is one of those games that Buffalo is not going to show up for. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like that time of the year, you know? Um, They haven't been great to start off the year. Um, I think they've had a great game or two. But they haven't been the best team in football. Um, actually, I think the Philadelphia Eagles have probably been the best team in football so far. So, I mean, are the Eagles going to be better than Buffalo this year? I wouldn't think so, right? So, Mike, and it's such a nice day, you know. Like, it's a little cool in Buffalo, seasonably cool in Buffalo. But just such a nice, sunny day up there. And sometimes they do play better in the snow um, later in the year. But it's such a nice sunny day up there. I have to think that um, the good players are going to shine, you know. And I got to think that um, Buffalo's quarterback is going to have a good day, you know. And Buffalo's receivers are going to have a good day. Um, And I think that Buffalo's defense is probably going to be fired up. And I think actually that's the most interesting thing about the game. I mean, we know who's going to win. um, But I think everybody wants to see how... um, the Steelers quarterback from Pitt is going to respond. And I think that's why I'll watch the game. Um, I'm probably going to go somewhere in IUP. I'm here with my son. So I don't know if he's, he probably won't want to come out to watch the game. He generally would rather go somewhere that doesn't have people screaming at the TV. <laughs> you know, he's an artist. You know, he doesn't like sports at all. You know, like zero interest. He has less than zero interest in sports, although he knows that I do a podcast. He's certainly not going to want to watch the Steelers game today. Uh, I'm going to scratch off um, live casino as a place where I would think about watching the Steelers game today. Uh, I went there last night and the TV situation just isn't very good, you know, like the, the game would be on on some TVs. And you could probably sit at a, and it wasn't the best casino, to be honest with you. I mean, it's in the middle of like a mall area. And I don't know, man, it's pretty small as far as casinos go. And as, you know, it does have a, um, a sports book. Um, but there's not a lot of comfortable seats that people can sit in and watch the games, you know. And they, the TV situation just isn't that interesting to me. They have like one big giant wall of constant TVs, but they all kind of blend into each other. And it's really hard to watch any one game, you know? It's just, uh, I, I would say the live casino um, that I went to last night, because it was only about a half an hour from where I'm at in IUP. Um, I would give it a D, probably, as far as the casinos I've been to. And actually, I can't think of any worse ones, you know. I just don't want to give it an F because it actually did have a um, it actually did have a sports book area. I could see the odds of, like, today's football games. Um, and, and I think I'm probably going to take the uh, Panthers today. They have a pretty good defense, and they're getting six and a half points against a 49ers team that's coming off an emotional divisional win, you know? So I I like that game. I might even bet it down. I don't think I need the full six and a half points. Um, But yeah, I didn't really like the live casino. I'll probably go watch some of the Steelers game at um, 
Cole Peppers here in IUP were one of the um, probably Cole Peppers because I know they have the the TVs. It's the one like sort of a sports bar where I can just sit at the bar and watch it, you know. So I'll probably do Colts um, to watch some of the Pittsburgh Steelers game. I'll probably go at one and watch a little bit of the game because Charlie was out partying again last night. You know how it is for college kids. Like he probably isn't going to wake up until like three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> so before then, I might do a little bit of laundry. I told him I would do a little bit more. We, we did knocked out most of his laundry last night. And I watched the Phillies last night and I'll get into that. But first, um, let me um, say Three Rivers Apparel has great t-shirts. Um, if you want to find them on Twitter, it's the number three and then Rivers Apparel. I would definitely buy some of your Christmas presents from those dudes. Um, very comfortable shirts, very good quality. They hold their own and they also have sweatshirts and stuff like that. So right now I'm just going to pause this and see if it'll actually work because I did reboot my app. Okay. So my app appears to be working. That's good. I'm glad because it's annoying when I make a podcast and I can't save it or anything and the app just shits the bed. Um, all right. So getting to the Phillies, the one thing that surprised me now, you guys are familiar with the Cardinals. But you're also pretty familiar with the Phillies. I think the Phillies went 6-1 and one versus the Pirates this year before losing that last game. And the Phillies aren't the greatest team. But, man, those two starting pitchers, and I knew this going into the playoffs, um, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are some of the best big game pitchers you're going to get in baseball, you know? What I like about Aaron Nola is he's just so good at throwing the uh, changeup. Um, he gets some strikeouts, but he's not really a strikeout pitcher per se. You know, he's not like a lot of these pitchers today that throw 99 miles an hour. And I tell you what, eventually these these flamethrowers, these 99 mile an hour type pitchers, especially a guy like um, like uh, who is that? It's not Castillo, is it? Especially a guy like that pitcher that just uh, came up from Double A for the Pirates. Um, like guys like that aren't going to be great pitchers unless they can really do, you know, a lot more than that because, um, batters are going to get their timing going, you know, on those faster pitches, uh, the more and more years that guys like that are here and you're going to have to, um, change speeds and have some really good secondary pitches that you can spot with very good accuracy, you know? So, I mean, that's going to be the challenge for guys like that, you know? Guys like Max Kranich and and the guy that um, the Pirates bought up from Double A, um, the Dominican guy, who I can't remember his name <clears throat> because I keep thinking Luis Castillo, and obviously it's not Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo did pitch very well last night, by the way. Um, he's a guy who was on the, the uh, Reds, another Phillies division guy, and was traded and pitched extremely well for, uh, I think it's the Mariners yesterday. Um, so, you know, hats off to him. Um, but yeah, the Philly starters, these guys are really good. Now, even um, Zach Wheeler, like he'll throw 97 at times. But for the most part, like he's throwing his best pitches between 85 and 95 miles an hour. You know, that's when he's really spotting those pitches and keeping guys off balance. And he's a guy that gets a lot of strikeouts, you know. Zach Wheeler is very, very good. And Aaron Nola is very, very good. What surprised me about the Phillies was that their bullpen hung in there. I mean, it wasn't the, a great bullpen. They weren't lights out, you know. They allowed guys on base. 
But at the end of the day, the bullpen got the job done, you know. Um, at one point in the ninth inning, up two to nothing, um, the St. Louis Cardinals had two runners on uh, first and second, one out, and they had Goldie and Arenado coming up. And I, I thought at home, they're going to get at least one run out of that. You know, they're, they're at least going to have to break a sweat in Philadelphia. And those guys both struck out. And that's what surprised me, to be honest with you. Now, I know it's only a two-game series. Um, but in the playoffs, I'm surprised how um, bad um, Goldschmidt and Arenado were, you know. I mean, the Cardinals at one point looked like they were going to win game one and then gave up six runs in the ninth inning. And they just didn't recover yesterday at all. I mean, they couldn't even score a run yesterday. And I know the Phillies pitching was good, but there must have been a little bit of the wind knocked out of them, you know. I mean, there is a little bit to say about momentum in baseball. Like when Johnny Cueto dropped the ball, you know, in the Pirates game. There's a little bit about momentum and just people feeling good versus people feeling like, oh, no, here we go again. And a good example of the here we go again was the um, the Cubs playoff game before they won the World Series, you know, before they broke the Billy Goat curse. Uh, the Cubs play- playoff game where that um, fan touched the ball that was going to be caught by one of their infielders. And then the Cubs all thought, here we go again. And that's exactly what happened. They ended up losing the game. And the Billy Go curse was still going on. Let's see. Eh, I wanted to take a hit of my vape, but it's it's all locked up right now. Let's see. Yeah. Darn it. Any case. Um, there we go. It's unlocked up. In any case, where was I? The Billy Go curse. Yeah, so some of it has to do with how you're feeling, you know? And some teams at some points just feel like, here we go again. And confident teams feel like, all right, we're going to get this done, you know? And the Pittsburgh Pirates are so used to losing, you know? Man, it really sounds like Brian Reynolds is gone, you know? Somebody had an article yesterday that um, his agent is Scott Boris. I did not know that, you know? And I could not um, verify that online. But I assume that if it was listed in the um, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, that it's probably true, you know, because I don't see it as much, um, you know, like just making stuff up in the paper. You know, it's one thing to make stuff up on a tweet, but it's hard to make stuff up in the newspaper because um, things get fact checked, you know. So I suppose it's true that Scott Boris is um, Brian Reynolds's uh, agent. So obviously, Brian Reynolds is not signing a long-term extension, you know, and it's probably why they're thinking of um, trading him sooner than later, you know. Maybe he just switched to, maybe he just switched to um, Boris. I really don't know. But the fact that Boris is his agent, I think is a bad sign, you know, for the Pittsburgh Pirates. They've never signed a Boris guy long-term, you know. Boris guys like Josh Bell and Garrett Cole are long gone, you know. Those dudes are long since history, you know. Um, So, yeah, it was an interesting playoff series yesterday. Um, Also, the Guardians were interesting. I mean, the Guardians game went 15 innings without a run. That's how good the Cleveland Guardians pitching is, you know. But the Guardians also have some good young hitters. I mean, they are the one team that has put together a team like um, like the Fab Five freshmen in Michigan, you know, like all kids. Um, But I think what really got them there, you know, 
One is the pitching. I mean, they've kept guys like Shane Bieber into arbitration, uh, I believe, which is something that I don't think the Pirates usually do. But they gave $170 million um, to um, their best hitter, Jose Rodriguez, I think his name is, uh, something Rodriguez. And he is um, the MVP of the team. You know, he's had such a great year. Um, and those are the things that the Pirates will never do, you know. I mean, they gave a team-friendly deal to Key Brian Hayes, who had a sore back all year. Um, and they did not sign a guy like Garrett Cole to a $160 million deal, you know. They did not sign um, Josh Bell to a $160 million deal. And frankly, Josh Bell isn't as good as, um, as that guy from the Indians anyway, you know. Whether his name is Gonzalez or Rodriguez, I forget at this point, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, he's really good. Let's put it that way, you know. Pirates are never going to sign a big deal like that, you know. Um, but the Guardians, for the most part, like other than those two guys, you know, Bieber and Rodriguez, who have been around a long time, uh, man, they have a lot of rookies, you know, a lot of really young guys, you know, and a lot of talented pitching and a lot of talented hitting, you know. So, I mean, it would be great to see them win the World Series, you know. I imagine they sold out that game in Cleveland yesterday. I'm going to have to look that up. Um, but that that's the team that's the biggest story in the playoffs right now. That and Adam Frazier on the Seattle Mariners. Um, and I'll get into that after the break. It's a break for me. I'm just going to check and make sure that my uh, app is still working properly. Okay, guys, it's Jose Ramirez <laughs> for the Indians. It just shows you, like, I, I don't like to... Um, to look things up. I just like to do my podcast free base, you know, without any edits or pauses. And if I forget people's names, as I always do, you know, um, that's part of the beauty of my podcast. You know, it's just a dude talking baseball, you know, somebody who watched a lot of baseball in his 50 years on this planet, you know, so I have at least 40 years of watching a hell of a lot of baseball, you know, so these young fanboys crack me up, you know, with their theories, you know. And one of the theories was Jack Sawinski is better than Adam Frazier. So, I mean, I just looked it up, you know. I just looked this up, you know. I mean, forget that Adam Frazier is a hero now in Seattle, you know, for coming through in the clutch twice yesterday, late in that game. You know, should have been MVP of the series. Uh, maybe he was. I mean, I didn't really look it up. Um, but if you just look at their career OPS, um, Adam Frazier has a career OPS of 728. In 3,000 at-bats. And Jack Sawinski has a career OPS of 709, which is less, by the way. In 300 at-bats. Do you have any idea how many players have had a good 400 at-bats and then just not gone on to be a good everyday major league player? I mean, there are tens and thousands of those guys, you know? Because as I mentioned, it's a big theme of this podcast is how pitchers tend to adjust to hitters, you know? And hitters tend to adjust to pitchers after their rookie year because you really have all offseason to get um, film on them and all of spring training, you know. And that's what these professional hitters and pitchers do, you know. They study film. And the Pirates don't really have any seasoned professionals on their team other than Brian Reynolds. And he's likely gone soon, as we saw. So, no, Jack Suwinski is has not proven, at least to this point, 
that he is a better player than Adam Frazier. So I, I don't know. I mean, you can't really make that argument other than, you know, you could see how he did since the trade. Well, I mean, Adam Frazier hasn't done great since the trade, but his career OPS is still 728, and he still came up huge in that playoff game yesterday, which is why the Mariners signed him, because they wanted a veteran player who's going to help them out in the playoffs. Because when you have veterans on your team, like the Philadelphia Phillies do, you have a much better chance of winning in the playoffs. And that's actually why this uh, Guardians thing is so exciting, you know? Um, because they have all these young guys doing it. Now, they haven't hit much, you know? But, man, the pitchers really shut down Tampa Bay yesterday, you know? I mean, zero runs in 15 innings is shutting down Tampa Bay. Um, what else is going on with the Pirates? Uh, I guess we get another look at a Pirates pitcher today. Joe Musgrove is pitching the third game of the Mets series. So that will be interesting. And I will check to see when that game is. I think it's going to be a primetime game because it's the only game today. Um, Yeah, the Mets and the Padres are going to be at 7 o'clock. Probably one of these games I'm going to follow on my phone, you know. Um, But uh, I will be interested to see how Joe Musgrove does because so far the two starting pitchers for the Pittsburgh Pirates have gone 10 and a third innings of shutout baseball. And that's Quintana and, um, and uh, what's his name? Glasnow coming back from Tommy John surgery in only 12 months. And you know what? That's pretty impressive for Glasnow, you know? I don't know that Shane Baz is necessarily going to come back as good because, first of all, Baz has never performed in the major leagues. He's only pitched 40 innings. And secondly, like, I don't know what's going on with his elbow, but it might be in worse shape than um, that Glasnow's elbow was. We're just going to have to wait and see, you know. Sometimes there's a little more damage in there to other guys than just, you know, one, um, one torn ligament. And sometimes those guys come back, sometimes they do. But, I mean, Shane Baz hasn't proven himself to be a good major league player yet, you know. So, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see, you know. Um, so that was interesting. Like the ex pirates was really interesting. Um, Josh Bell hit the home run off of, um, Scherzer who everybody hates. Um, and he's on the Mets, you know, and pirates fans do not like the Mets at all. Um, Adam Frazier was an absolute hero in that first series, um, for the Mariners. And it really upset a lot of the fanboys, you know, that hate Adam Frazier. Um, and what else? I guess that was about it on the Pirates' end. Um, but anyway, I just before I go, I want to um, let you know that it's going to be really interesting to see who the Pirates keep. I was looking at, at their 40-man roster, and they have a lot of garbage, just like um, guys that have come and gone, um, Anthony Banda types, um, relief pitchers, you know? So how many of those guys are they going to keep? That's going to be interesting to see, you know? Because the 40-man roster is probably going to change somewhat um, after the playoffs when they have to set the 40-man roster. So other than watching the Guardians, other than watching the Phillies, and other than watching the ex-Pirates, um, that's something you guys can keep an eye on. Is uh, And you're probably rooting against the Phillies, you know. Um, but that'll be fun to do too. Um, something to keep an eye on is um, what happens to uh, the Pirates' 40-man roster. Who do they keep? 
who do they elevate? Because some of the guys they have to put on there, you know. Um, for instance, um, the pitchers aren't on there yet. Um, so you have to have guys like Quinn Priester on there, I think, this year. And some of the other guys, um, like Michael Burrows. So, you know, we'll have to see who they add, who they subtract. And they probably won't tender guys that they have to pay, um, like Kevin Newman. So we'll have to see about that as well. Anyway, enjoy the football games today. You know, I, I say you should get out and take a walk, you know, before the football games or at halftime, you know, um, have a catch with your dad or your son or just take a walk, you know, get out of the house, get off the couch and just enjoy this beautiful fall weather um, while, while you're watching the Steelers game. Peace out.